Hi everyone, thanks for downloading the Third Coast Podcast. I'm Dennis Funk. You might remember a few weeks ago we had a live event called Podcast Therapy, where listeners brought us their problems and our certified podcast therapist recommended a show to help them solve their dilemmas. Well, we want to turn this idea into an episode of ReSound, but we can't do that without your help. Our specialists can't recommend any podcasts without any problems, and that's where you come in. We need your problems, issues and concerns to add to our show. It might help if I play a little example so you can get a better idea of how podcast therapy actually works. So here it goes. Maya, any problems you've been having? Concerns? Thank you for asking, Sarah. Um, You know, I've been suffering from something that uh, is deeply personal, but I think also shared by all of us. Um, I've been suffering from the Chicago winter blues. Mm. I'm feeling like pretty depressed sometimes. I stopped jogging. I stopped collaging, which was a cool thing I was doing. (laughs) I'm just feeling sort of like a lack of inspiration. Mm. It's a classic, classic Chicago winter concern. Um, Hmm. So, I am going to prescribe the, the podcast Sound Opinions. So, many of you might know Sound Opinions. It's a radio show. It's also a podcast. And it is about music and new music. But the particular excerpt um, I'm going to prescribe is something that Sound Opinions producer Robin Lynn um, told me that she listens to when she feels like she's losing or starting to forget her passion for music, why she's doing it. So, um... You know, I think the idea is you really need to tap into inspiration, your, your youthful passion. Yeah. This is a little excerpt from Sound Opinions. Hi, this is Zoe from Raleigh, North Carolina. I have to listen to the show on the way home from work when I ride with my grandfather because he always listens to NPR and it's always on. Oftentimes, I hear you guys say things that really tick me off. But today, when you guys were talking about Taylor Swift, it really irritated me. When you said that Taylor Swift did not describe young womanhood, it really irritated me. Her songs, they are what I go through. You don't know anything about young womanhood. You've never been through it. Go ask your teenage daughter if those songs make her feel like somebody else knows exactly what she's feeling, because I guarantee you she'll say yes. I, I, I can barely even come up with the words. She's not just another teeny bopper. She's here to stay. And as critics of the music industry, you better get used to her, because I can see Taylor winning a whole lot more Grammys in her future. Okay, hopefully that was helpful. Um, your questions can be as life-changing or as trivial as you like, and feel free to ask anonymously or even for a friend, if you know what I mean. Uh, There are two ways to get us questions. You can either write us an email or record a voice memo on your mobile or any other recorder. Either way, you can send everything to resound at thirdcoastfestival.org. And resound is all one word. There's no colon or anything. All right, that's all the announcements out of the way. Let's move on to the podcast. This week, we're featuring a short piece produced by Third Coast Maya Goldberg-Safer, who is the podcast therapist you just heard, and myself. It's about Maya's first job as a nanny, which turned out to be a lot more than just a job. Here's the Sitter Dispatch. The summer I met Louis, I was living alone in an attic, far from home, in the house of my second cousins at least once removed. 
It was my just-got-out-of-college-don't-want-to-go-back-home move. I had a part-time unpaid internship and no job. My cousins, world-class scientists at the University of Chicago, were always generous and kind, but there could be no stopping it. I felt wildly adrift and bluntly alone. Ah! Stop! Ah! <laughs> then I met Louis. Um, what? The first time I saw him, he hurled down the stairs, tore open the door, and stared at me. What do you want? He spit out. What I thought I wanted was a job as his nanny. But as soon as I stepped forward, Louis ran away screaming. Get out of here! Inside, he was climbing the couches and pawing his mother's face with his feet. She didn't seem to notice. Then Louis scooped their giant black and white cat off the floor like he was getting ready to toss a baby. Kitty, 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 cat! I left with no intention to return. Hi, this is Maya. But then Louis's mom called. We know you're thinking about moving out of the neighborhood, she said, but I just wanted you to know that we really loved you. How could I refuse that? I needed friends anywhere I could find them, even if one was a child who seemed like he'd spent the last six years living alone in the wilderness. But that wasn't really who he was. Okay, so you get the kettle, the nice little kettle. You open it, you pour out all the old, disgusting water, you fill it up. Well, not all the way to the top. Just about where you think your cup of tea is going to be. And you turn it on and you wait, wait, and you just wait. This is so easy. The key thing about this babysitting gig was that I didn't actually have any work to do. Louis didn't have homework and the house had no rules. I search on YouTube. Mario Tetris and find funny videos. It's like a mixture of Mario and Tetris. It is an epic game. As long as his parents came home and Louis was still alive, I'd done my job. All I had to do was follow him around. He showed me his apartment, his school, and the neighborhood. How much more school do you have left? I have this week and then next week and then off. Louis loved words like gosh dang it and idiot face, which he hurled at other people as though hacking through brush. These little brats are getting on my nerves, jerks. But Louis was also seven, and certain things never failed to make him giggle. All dogs, especially ones with whiskers. And graffiti on stop signs, and being called the devil, which he thought was hilarious. He also loved food. He loved chocolate. He loved the smell of chocolate. He loved bowls of salad, each individual leaf. I'm about to interview this chicken. So you're going to interview the chicken? I'm going to interview the chicken rice. Yeah. Oh, this chicken. Woo! That was a ride into heaven. I could admire this all day without stopping. Maya, this is a really special day. Okay, so we have to do more? Yeah. Rock, paper, paper, scissors, shoot! No! Whoever gets to three first wins. In winter, we played rock, paper, scissors and danced wildly to Billy Joel. Danced around for no reason. We stomped around the hardwood floors and shook salt around the kitchen. Three, two, one, go! We climbed and wrestled and burped. Are you gonna splash through the puddle? Do you ever go around puddles? No. 
I'm always so curious about everything. Why can't you respect my curiousness? But Louis also told me he didn't have friends at school. His mom worried about it too. Was he too mean or too weird? Did the other kids just not understand him? Do you think you're different than other people in your class or the same? Very different. I'm much more weird and stuff. What do you think the weirdest thing about you? Um, I don't really play a lot. Although he never said it, I was pretty sure I'd become Louie's best friend. Maya? My sidekick for right now? And he'd become mine too. So she's asking me for um, guidance? Louis had chosen me, not to work for him, but to love. And this made my new job an aberration, a strange kind of grace, a small miracle we had accidentally invented. What does tea remind you of? It reminds me of how lucky we are to have tea, I mean. What do you think we should be most grateful for in our lives? Life. Life. Most grateful for life. Would you like to be a hand? Would you, uh, for who you are? Would you like to be an orange that's bound to be picked and eaten? Would you? Would you? Would you like to be a big oak tree who's bound to be chopped down? Would you like to be a kitty who's on the street? Would you like to be a garbage can full of trash and junk? Would you like to be a booger stuck in someone's nose? Would you like to be smoke who dissolves in the air? Would you like to be an onion? Would you like to be some coffee? Would you like to be a teapot? Would you like to be a pan? Would you like to be a calendar? Would you like to be a dog? Yes. Dogs are awesome. They're furry and cute and they have great noses. Okay, go get me a cup. Why? I need to pour the hot water. I need to pour the hot water. Is it ready? Yeah. I know it's ready, because this turned off. Do you want any sugar in it? No, thank you. Milk? But here's the thing. At the beginning of the year, when Louie's mom called to convince me to work for her family, she told me something else, too. It will be totally temporary, she'd said. Don't worry, we're moving to France in a year. And at the time, I remember looking around my empty attic room, feeling totally relieved. Um, Maya, talk about how you feel. I feel... It's been seven months since Louis' family left for Paris. I've made other friends and moved into a legit apartment, with Craigslist roommates, of course. Well, one half of my brain knows that people are always looking for someone that they really get along with and love and who really loves them back, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. But, well, I keep listening to his voice. I have him on my recorder, in my iTunes, on my phone, so we hang out all the time, really. But I miss my best friend a lot. Well, the following question is, um, uh, 
Will Maya ever get her friend back? Will, will, will she ever get her nice friend back? In his most recent email to me, sent from his family's new apartment in Paris, Louis wrote, Hi, Maya. Sup? You have to find the person in the world. If you, if you got across the world, who cares? You just need that person. If you're in America and the person is in England, you can cross to England and or whatever country she's in that you're not in. And um, Do you think you'll find a person or have you found them? It's my cat. It's my cat. I have like two. So they can be like different genders, older than you, younger than you, more narrow-minded than you, uh, less interested in this thing than you. I have like two, my cat and Maya, and um, yeah. I have two. I used to watch Louis running free in the park, chasing treasures in the grass, his head waving up and down like a tail. I liked to watch him from the white stone benches, as boundless as the dogs we admired so much. I wondered if he'd always remember me at that time, because that's how I'd always remember him. Louis at seven years old, flying through the grass, humming wildly, aloud but never quite for me. That was The Sitter Dispatch, produced by third coast Maya Goldberg-Safer and me, Dennis Funk. And one last little announcement before we finish up today. We're searching for someone who loves radio and podcasts to be this year's Third Coast Competition Intern. It's a great opportunity to learn by listening to hours of stories. If you're interested, stop by our website, thirdcoastfestival.org, for more details. But the application deadline is March the 16th. All right, we'll be back next week. Cheers for listening. You've been listening to the Third Coast Podcast. If you like what you heard today, leave us a review on iTunes, send us an email, or let us know through Facebook or Twitter. You can also support us with a donation at thirdcoastfestival.org. As always, thanks for listening.